Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Well, the Premier's um, vanishing act to Europe has not gone unnoticed. I mean, as I said at the start of this show, the knives are out and they are circling. And it all comes over continual stupidity that's taken place from a state perspective as well as also some of the federal um, disgusting situations that have gone on. I'm going to talk with Nick Dometo, Catter MP, this morning, uh, who joins us this morning. Nick, good morning. Thanks so much for being with us. Good morning, Dobbo. I'm going to get to the reef and everything very shortly. Uh, I want to um, I want to get that clear, but I just want to talk quickly about last week and the crime bill that you guys put forward and the absolute disdain in which the Labor Party, well, the Premier, worked her magic, put through a bill with almost 57 pages of changes, which had not been done overnight. Members from their own party weren't aware of it, and it gets passed. I mean, and then she flies off to Europe. I can't believe that this went on. I can't believe the lack of understanding and knowledge and just how out of touch she really is. It's something I haven't seen in the two terms that I've been in Parliament. The absolute lack of consultation um, is something I've never seen. Uh, Robbie Catter and Shane Kniff, um said that, you know, it was interesting during the Newman era, things like that would happen. And we thought everyone had sort of learnt that that's not the way you consult with people. That's not the way Queenslanders want to be talked to. And that's not the way Queenslanders um, in Parliament want to actually be consulted when it comes to legislation that they only have hours to get across and have to debate and vote on in the House. The parliamentary um, system is set up in such a way. We don't have an upper house in Queensland. So the committee system is very important. That's the only way that we get to scrutinise legislation and decide whether or not it should pass or not pass. With a bill, with amendments, double the size of the bill, <laughs> or no, 100% yeah, the size of the bill, going through without any scrutiny, is something um, that shouldn't happen in Queensland. And the reality is there was an omnibus. Um, the amount of legislative changes that happened in that amendment, when everything from you know how people are going to live in a rural town through to how we're going to lock up children when it comes to uh, lock, uh, watch houses across Queensland. The fact is that should have been scrutinised and it should never have happened. Yep, yep, it should never have happened and we're going to scrutinise it even more. And the fact mm. is now that we are seeing uh, other members of that Labor Party who are completely disillusioned, they are starting to speak out against the Premier, which is something we haven't seen in the last three terms, which to me spells trouble. Now, she's not going to get rolled before the election unless she takes a plum, cushy job and walks, stands down. <laughs> but, gee whiz, she could be tapped. But I just wonder whether the ego about being the longest-serving Premier um, over Peter Beattie is the thing that's driving her at the moment. It seems to be the biggest question out there. <laughs> Will the ego eat the Labor Party yep. <laughs> and be the you know, eventual downfall in the state of Queensland? Or will there be enough you know, gumption within the party room to uh, do the right thing for Queenslanders when it comes to trying to save their, their skin, I guess? Um, we believe that she will, tr she will go to the next election. I, I have no doubt about that. Uh, there's a number of people that are willing to take bets on that, but I, I believe that um, her ego will push her all the way through and sink the ship.
Yeah. Now we want to um, make sure that we we can smell the political winds of change out there. And I hope I'm right. I hope I am. Um, and we want to give Queenslanders uh, an alternative. If you're swinging across, away from Labor, have a look at the KRP's policies. Yeah. We introduced our relocation sentencing policy last week in full, a full blueprint on how to deal with wayward children that are caught up in the youth justice system with a number of intentions, rehabilitation, getting the kids off the street, keeping our, keeping Queenslanders safe when it comes to youth crime, something the Queensland Premier has failed to do, but also giving these kids an opportunity to turn their lives around so they can plug back into society once they finish their six to 12 months in the bush. Yeah, very well said. Now, listen, we'll, we'll leave that there. Let's talk about Queensland fishermen. They have been mm. absolutely screwed over. Now, both yeah. government, the state and federal, are, holding, are hiding behind UNESCO, um, and th- th- they're using that as the benchmark and the science around their regulations that they're making for around the Great Barrier Reef, around everything. And it's just complete mm. garbage. I mean, you know, you've got a bloke out of Malulaba on the Sunshine Coast who is making all these recommendations and we, we've spoken to Peter Reed. We've spoken to a lot of a lot of people about this. They are just completely contradictory to everything else, but the government are hanging on to that. Now we're looking at where the water quality targets for sediment, nutrients and pesticides mm. have to be achieved by 2025. So now we're seeing the fishermen of Queensland absolutely being thrown out to dry. Now, that we've spoken to people around this. This will bring industry to its knees. It won't, it won't just bring industry to its knees. It'll absolutely decimate it. Uh, the fact is they're going to be banning N2 and N4 gillnet fishing licenses by the 1st of January, 2024. This doesn't mean that they're winding back, reducing quotas like they did with the Spanish mackerel. They are ending those licenses. Yeah. You will not see your bread and butter species like grunter, barram- wild caught I'm caught, talking about now, grunter, barramundi, flathead, salmon. Those things are going to be missing from your table after Christmas. Well, they won't. The They'll thing- be imported. That's the drama. And then we've got biosecurity risks. Correct. And you said something about UNESCO. Yes, it's, there's a lot of pressure coming from UNESCO. And science. Well, they use shoddy science to get the Spanish mackerel quota cuts over the line. But when we've gone back to the Gillnet stuff, there is no science. And there's no science here. And so why have they done it? Saving, why have they done it? Talking about saving uh, things like dugong and turtle. I used my time in the house last week to ask the minister, asking Mark Ferner directly, how many dugongs are actually lost per year in Queensland due to Gillnet fishing on the east coast of Queensland? Yeah. He couldn't answer it. But the reality is you go through the data, one per year is being caught as bycatch, one per year on average. So we're going to shut down a whole gillnet fishery just because of one dugong a year. You run over more. <laughs> if they're walking up and down the highway, you hit more of them with your um, your B-double truck. You're dead right. You're dead right. So why are they trying to do this, Nick? Nick, this is a huge thing. And it's it's going to come down to Prime, Min- Prime Minister Anthony Albanese and the Environmental mm-hmm. Minister Tanya Plibersek to make this change. Will you do you, and do you believe that could happen? You know, anything could happen in politics, and you know, we're seeing backflips happen all the time. Nick Dometto, we really appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much for being with us. You're right, anything could happen, 
Uh, time will tell. They've got it wrong. Uh, we really appreciate your time this morning. We'll talk again shortly. Uh, this is Rural Queensland Today on the Resonate Broadcast Network.